Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. Today, what I wanted to do is I wanted to have a discussion on identifying market conditions and market condition changes. And I want this to be different than our normal discussion where we're just looking at charts and so forth, because the reality is, is understanding when market conditions are likely to shift and change, yeah, as well as understanding what market environment we're actually in, it's helpful to understand a lot of other aspects. And I kind of want to bring them in on the discussion. Also want to talk about if we have time on development of traders, trader development. If we do that, we'll see, we'll see if we have time for that, or maybe we'll bring it into this a little bit. Also want to note that what I'm going to talk about is my opinion, and you may have differing opinions, you may have, and so forth. But this is the way that I look at the markets and look what's going on, not just in the markets, but look at what's going on in general and in a way that helps me decide where market conditions are going to shift as well as what the market conditions actually are. Okay, so let's dive into this a little bit. Some key questions to determining the near future market conditions. And what is happening on the charts? I think a lot of us tend to focus on what's happening on the charts, but even more importantly sometimes is what is happening to the consumer and what is the government doing about whatever it is that's going on in the markets and with the consumer. And then once we try and figure out what's going on, we want to know the more important question, you know, how does the big guy feel about it? And by the big guy or how do the big guys feel about it? And by that, I mean the institutional bankers and the hedge fund managers and the, the big players that are actually driving the market direction. How do they feel about what's going on and how does the consumer feel about it or the retail trader? How do they feel about what's going on? All of these are very important questions to think about when we're looking at market conditions. It's not just about the charts. So we will look at charting first, though. Look at what's happening in the charting and how is that affecting the emotions of our retail traders and what we'll call the big guys. So I'm just going to call the institutional bankers the big guys. When we look at COVID, for example, I'm just going to use this as an example. We had some news come out and the market pushed down to a key support level. And I can show you this to you a little bit later, but if you go back on the market outlooks to that time frame, you realize I called the bottom of that very, very close, closer than I even expected. I think it was almost to the day, which I didn't necessarily expect. I expected a little bit more down move, but hey, sometimes it works out that way. But why did I think the market was going to shift there? We got to push down into a key support level. Okay, when the market panics, it goes down to a key support level. We don't know necessarily know which one it's going to be, but it went down to probably the most important support level that we had at the time, which was the tops to the 2015, 2016. So we had some some pretty good crashes back there, right? We had some pretty good down movement in 2016. And it, I think it went into 2018 and 19 also, right? So that, that was a very important support area for the markets. The institutions and so forth, one of the things they're looking at is they're looking at a long-term fundamental buying opportunity. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for the markets to come down into some sort of a real key support level. And for the pricing, of the companies versus what they're expected to do in earnings to be at a reasonable ratio so that they can buy it. So we got this panic thing. We got 
our lockdown. We got our retail traders in a panic because the market's going down. And whenever retail traders are in a panic, they're overly vulnerable to our pro traders or our big guys. And the big guys are going to be frothing at the mouth at that, especially when the chart gets down to certain valuations. Now, once that happens, the big guys, you know, they're going to be excited. They're going to start buying, obviously. And usually the market starts to bounce and usually create some sort of a price pattern. And if that price pattern is confirmed, which it was, so we had a cup and handle pattern for COVID, right? The market came down to a fundamental buying level. The big guys jump in and buy it because the value is so good. At some point, it confirms the pattern. And at that point, once the market confirms a pattern, it has a technical reason to go for our price pattern target, which we show on the market outlook. The retail buyers see the new highs and they get the fear of missing out. A lot of them panic at the bottom. They sold. They see the market turn, but they don't trust it at first, right? They're not going to trust it at first. At some point, the market gets high enough and you get the fear of missing out on the retail buyers and then they start perpetuating the rally. And they also start giving money to their mutual funds, right? So we have the retail traders who are actually trading like, like we are. And then we have the rest of the world that's throwing money at their mutual fund managers and wanting to put the money in because they want to make money because they hear how well the stock market's doing, right? And the big guys at that point, they're getting more and more money to invest and they're looking forward to riding that wave as long as possible. How far is as long as possible? Well, usually the price pattern target, which we'll kind of get into. So eventually the charting will usually come into a price pattern target, assuming something in the government or whatever hasn't happened to prevent that. But technically it wants to come into a price pattern target. And usually when we come into a price pattern target, I'm talking about on the longer term charts, we're usually overextended from a fundamental standpoint. In other words, valuations on companies are typically much higher than they should be. At that point, because the market's been up so long, See, the thing with retail buyers and the general public is they think once something that's happening today is going to happen forever, where the big guys know that that's not the case, right? They have a big, better understanding that you know, these things happen in cycles and the market's going to go to a certain point and then it's going to sell off. But the retail buyers become euphoric. As a matter of fact, the higher it goes, the more people get excited about it, the more people buy. And the big guys start carefully selling into these rallies. They sell into it to the point where they can unload their positions or at least some of the positions and start to deleverage, but they don't want to panic anybody, right? They don't want to go into a complete market crash because then they lose money too. They're trying to unload stuff as, call it quietly as possible. But when this happens, you're going to see in the charts an increase in uh, our down speed and magnitude of the cycles. So our charting has, has certain cycles and it'll set into this pattern of cycles. And then all of a sudden you're gonna start seeing larger cycles that where the market's going down faster and it's going down a greater magnitude. And then when it starts coming up, it gets a little slower. You can see this on the charts. And a lot of times, you know, I talk about average true range a lot. A lot of times it shows up in your average true range because you're going to have, you know, all of a sudden things are going to start picking up to the downside. You're going to get bigger days to the downside. You're going to get bigger cycles to the downside. Retail buyers are still oblivious at this point. They just think, oh, well, this is just another chance to buy more stock because they're overexcited and they think it's going to continue on forever. But 
the big guys, these are signs that the big guys are actually selling into the rallies, meaning they're deleveraging, which isn't necessarily good news if you think the market's going to go up forever. At some point, the market stops making substantial new highs. So, you know, why are these retail guys in the market in the first place? It's because they can buy anything and they open up their account two weeks later and, and they're up a lot of money. That's why they're buying, especially when you get to the top. When you get near the top, there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people because they just have this anticipation of making big money. So at some point, the market stops making these substantial new highs and the retail buyers, they lose enthusiasm. Well, this isn't working anymore. So they start their new buying and sometimes they actually start to sell. The big guys no longer have these new high rallies to sell into. Also, some of their new money that they have stops flowing in. So they don't have that to sell into. So as the effect of that is the market actually starts downtrending at that point. At some point, we start breaking support, right? We start having support breaks and we start having price pattern failures. So we're setting cup and handle patterns in and we're hitting the target almost every time. If you notice in the 2021, we set a pattern in, we hit the target every time, we hit the target every time. We come to a support level, well, it's almost a guaranteed buy point. We hit the buy point. Now, all of a sudden, we're seeing support breaks. We're seeing price patterns form and they fail. They don't hit, the, they either don't hit their targets or they actually fail support and they break down. Now the market's going down and the retail traders kind of get in the feel for that and they become fearful. The big guys continue to carefully try to deleverage or they become fearful and panic as well. That could happen as well. So it depends on what's going on in the background. The big guys could panic like in COVID, everybody panicked at first or they could carefully deleverage, which is pretty much what they're doing now. They're carefully deleveraging their positions. At some point you get a push down into a key support level it becomes a long-term fundamental buying opportunity again, and this whole cycle repeats itself. So this is the cycle that the market goes through, and it constantly goes through it, and we should understand where we are in that cycle. If we look at this from a different standpoint, from the economy standpoint. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments, and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our trading performance and pro memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader, regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next trading performance podcast.